0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: See one of those ads that says, earn money in your spare time, mail out circulars from your home? Well, the McGee home at 79 Wistful Vista is buzzing like a beehive right now. Get a load of the conversation between the number one drone and his honey, Fibber McGee and Molly!
2: Well, this little job of mailing out circulars may be the start of a whole new career for me, Tootsie. Yeah,
3: and it's about time, too. Yeah. You haven't started a new career since way last Tuesday.
2: <laughs> well, I look on this job for a friend of mine downtown. See, I took it on for a friend of mine, a big mail-order man, Bud Crud.
3: <laughs>
2: and Bud says to me... Says, who, who would you say? Bud Crud. Calls himself the little nifty knick potato peeler and button-hook company.
3: Well, I don't blame him. If my name was Bud Crud, I'd call myself something else, too.
2: Yeah, but get a load of the racket he's got, though. I mail out these white envelopes for Bud, see? The customers send him a buck in the blue return envelope and get themselves a nifty knick-knack combination potato peeler and button hook.
3: Yeah, but, uh, what do you get out of this besides calluses on your tongue from licking envelopes?
2: Out of every buck that Bud gets back, he gives me a nickel. Sure, you've got to admit that 50%, that's a pretty fair cut, kiddo.
3: 50? Huh? That's
2: 5%. It is? Oh, well, even so. 5 percent's a pretty fair return on the investment these days. When you consider that I ain't got anything invested except a little postage, why, 5% on the investment of nothing is even better than 50% on the investment of something small return on no investment is better than no return on a small investment or even a big one than 50% the return of 5%. That is the investment you... <laughs> Hand me that instruction sheet there, will you? <laughs> Gladly.
3: Uh, but do you need an instruction sheet to fold a circular?
2: No, but just to avoid mistakes of any kind. Bob oh. wrote down here what he wants me to do, you see? I
3: see. It
2: says, and I quote, six simple steps. Yes. One, fold circular. Two, stuff it in the white envelope. Three, stuff a blue return envelope in two... Four, seal it. Five, mail it. And six, get a nickel for every buck that gets mailed back. That sound easy?
3: Yes, I don't see how even you can go wrong on that theory.
2: Oh, thanks, kiddo. Hey, maybe we could get short of an assembly line going here on this stuff, you know what, Molly? Turn all them envelopes face down so I can stuff them as you hand them to me. That's, see, that's a way good
3: I... idea. Yeah. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Oldtimer.
4: Hello kids. Tyler! Johnny.
2: <laughs> Hi, old timer. I'm too busy to talk much right now. I'm sending out
4: some mail order stuff. Mail order, eh? Yeah. Well, order me some mail, Johnny. I ain't had any mail since way back on no, oh, no. No. no, no. You
3: don't understand, Mr. Oldtimer. Himself here is mailing out circulars for the, uh, the little shifty knuckle-knocker potato-peeler company. <laughs>
2: The little nifty knick-knack potato peeler, Molly. Oh. Giving people a chance to mail in a buck, old timer, and get a combination potato peeler and button hook.
3: Yeah. It's a very handy gadget in case you drop a potato into a pair of button shoes and want
4: to peel it before you take it out. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't be interested in myself, kids. I got no use for a button hook. Why, of course not? I always button my shoes with a hairpin. <laughs> Very interesting business, though, mail-order business. Yep. Me and Papa had us a mail-order house at one time. Yeah, your own mail-order house? Yep, we ordered a house by mail from a catalog. <laughs> Put it up for sale. Bungalow? We bungled high and low. <laughs> Trouble was, they got the plans all mixed up. How's it come? They pattern the pattern they sent us was uh, for one of them, their uh, decolleté evening dresses.
3: My goodness, well... <laughs> Couldn't you tell right away it was a dress pattern?
4: How could we tell, daughter? It says right on the plan, start with a good firm foundation. (laughs) Bought us four yards of concrete and started to work. (laughs) Sounds like a natural mistake to me. Yeah, it was a very interesting experiment, kid. We had the only house in town with a sequin top, a zipper down the side, and a plunging front porch. (laughs) Army. Folks come from miles around to see the pleats across the bay window and a little round balcony with a bow in the back.
0: <laughs> a
4: bow in the back of your house? Little fat fella named Charlie. Old bow of Mama's. <laughs> Hung around back uh, laughing at us till Papa caught him and stuckled him into the living room wall.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to cement a friendship.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Mama didn't like it, though. He was too fat, I guess. Too fat? Yep. He said one bay window in the house was enough. I had to dig him out. And I got to dig out of here, too. So long, kid. So
3: long. <laughs> Better take a little rest, hadn't you, dearie? Yeah. You've been working like a little demon for three or four hours.
2: No, I can't stop now, kiddo. Too near done. Promised Bud Crud I'd get this done today.
3: Say, where did you meet this Mr. Crud? Behind a pool cue at the elf?
2: Oh no. I knew Bud for a long time. Then yesterday we got talking about Russia, and he says something about maybe this country was getting too soft. Look down the street, he says, and what do you see? Soda fountains, hamburger stands, malted milk joints. And I says, well, I says, personally, I says, crud, I says, I prefer a country with too many malt signs to one with too many salt mines.
3: ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh,
2: he says, aha, uh-huh, he says, toupee my boy, and I now, said... Now, wait a minute. Hmm?
3: <laughs> Why did he say toupee?
2: That's a French expression, baby. Originally used by fencers. Yeah? Mm-hmm. When one fencer sliced the ear off another fencer, the other fencer yells, toupee! <laughs> Meaning, you got me, Pierre.
3: <laughs> so when Bud Crud seen I had him, he yells, toupee, my boy, and uh, I... McGee, hmm? the expression is not toupee. It's touche. A toupee is a wig.
2: Oh, no. No. I beg to differ with you, dreamboat. A toupee is an Indian tent. Like a round pyramid. I happen to know that because when I spent my childhood out west on Uncle Sycamore's ranch, I had a little Indian pal named Eddie Run Like a Cow. He lived in a teepee made out of Buffalo hides his old man bought from Montgomery Wards. He lived in a what? A toupee.
3: Well, uh, those Indian tents are called TVs. I want you to know. You
2: sure? I thought T was television. <laughs>
0: That's
3: TV, dearie.
2: Well, then what did I say wrong in the first place besides everything? <laughs>
3: To pay when you
2: meant pay? Oh, <laughs> well, there'll be you know what to pay if we don't get these rest of these envelopes
3: all <laughs> stuffed. Hand me
2: another batch of the blue ones, will you? Yes, <laughs> certainly. There you are.
3: Seventy mm. days, you must have stuffed and sealed about a thousand of them. Aren't
2: you tired? Tired? Right, I'm dead. But when I think of the dough I'm going to get out of this, I'm like a female baseball fan shedding her girdle after extra inning game. <laughs> How's that? I really snap out of it. <laughs>
3: Oh my gosh, kiddo, you stopped to think of five percent. Now, look busy, McGee, look busy. Mm-hmm. This may be Bud Crud, oh, yeah. your employer. Yeah. Come in. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Well, for goodness sakes, is the good doctor. Come in, Dr. Gamble.
2: Oh, thank you, my dear. I was just... Well, look at little Mudbrain.
3: <laughs>
2: what are you doing with all the envelopes, Sonny? Writing nasty letters to the people who forgot to send you Christmas cards? No, I ain't gargle peddler. <laughs> I have just embarked into a new business, mail order stuff. I and another guy by the name of Bud Crud of the Bains in the United States Post Office does all the work.
1: Well, keep it legitimate, Lemon Face. Uncle Sam takes a dim view of people who set traps in mailboxes.
2: Oh yeah, well don't worry, skin Pincher. This is perfectly legit. All people have to do is pick a buck into one of these here stamped envelopes, mail it back to the company, and we send them a little nifty knick-knack combination potato peeler and button hook. Here, have a circular. Oh, no, thanks. I never peel potatoes because it's too much like a busman's holiday. And I haven't used a button hook since I wore my last button shoes back in 1910. Who uses button hooks now?
3: Well, now. Wait a minute now. Mom's Italian villa always gives you one with a plate of spaghetti. Oh, that's right. A button right. hook? Yeah. Very handy for hauling a fresh batch towards the front of the plate, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, this is a breeze. It's an open and shut case, fat man. I open a white envelope, stuff a blue one in it, and shut it. Here's the instruction sheet. Six simple steps. Hmm, that's very interesting. But I could show you six simple steps of my own that would settle this whole thing as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, what are they, Fatso? These. One, two, three, four,
1: five, six. <laughs>
2: Isn't he cute? Ah, he? oh, yeah, he's cute. He's <laughs> as cute as a bug's ear. If a bug's ear is your idea of something cute. Well, back to work, kiddo. I haven't got any more to stuff now. Show me another stack of circulars.
3: Here
2: you are. Thanks. Hates uh-huh. <sighs> of that these envelopes don't improve as the day goes on, you know it? fond as I always was of horses, I'll never learn to love glue. I wonder if they really do.
3: Hello, boy. Hiya, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox.
2: Don't, don't jar the card table, Junior. Don't jar it. I got them envelopes stacked just the way I want them.
1: Face down. Okay, but would I be considered nosy if I asked what was going on here? Yes.
3: No. Himself has just gone into the mail order business, Mr. Wilcox. Oh, well, it's a wonderful business if you succeed in it. That's about as conservative
2: a statement as I ever heard, Junior. <laughs> but when you consider the real genuine value of our offer and the fact that my personal cut is 5% of the haul...
1: Oh, 5%, part... eh?
2: On the gross of the net?
1: No, on the dough, Junior. Naturally. Right. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's very interesting, pal. You know, figures have always fascinated me. Yes, we know. We saw you
3: down at the beach last summer, Mr. Wilcox, with your camera. Oh, no, uh-huh. no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no,
1: no. I mean statistics. vital statistics. That's pronounced vital, Jr., not vittles. In this case, pal, it's vittles. Food, I mean. Mm. Particularly food for infants. Do you realize that this week approximately 65,000 babies were born in the United States? Well, don't shake your finger at McGee. He's been right here stuffing (laughs) envelopes. Right here in my teepee, all afternoon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and besides that... 65,000 babies demand a lot of food. And you know, if they could talk, do you know what food they'd demand? What,
3: pet? I mean, what, pet? <laughs>
2: Personally,
1: I was very slow
2: learning to talk. Never said a word till I was seven years old. Huh. My uncle was in the parlor, and he says to my mother, he says, What shall we get H-I-M for his birthday? And I piped up and says a subscription to Captain Willie's quiz Bank, I guess. <laughs> uh
1: did you get it? Did I get it? Right across McGee.
2: The...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, some babies are more precocious than others. Never and very much. Some
0: <laughs>
1: and some parents are smarter than others. Oh. No? And the smart ones are those who know that pet milk is always uniformly rich that there's never any variation from feeding to feeding to cause digestive upset.
2: And speaking of upset, my uncle upset me across his knee, took off his belt, which caused his pants to start falling, <laughs> so he grabbed his trousers and I ran out the door and never talked again until I was 11. <laughs> it was my birthday again. And I says, make it a subscription to the National Geographic instead. And my uncle... Well, up-
0: uh... <laughs>
1: Hey, speaking of subscriptions, millions of parents subscribe to the theory that pet milk is especially important to tiny babies because it's fortified with vitamin D for sound teeth and bones. And because being sterilized in its own sealed can, it's free from harmful germs. Why, the unvarying high quality of pet milk as baby food, regardless of where you live, is, uh, what'd you say, Tom?
3: He said do you have to go, Mr. Wilcox.
1: Well, yes, I do, kids. I've got to get down to Kramer's Drug Store. Oh, Yeah, wife asked me to stop and pick up a little nifty knick-knack combination potato peeler and button hook.
3: What? They're selling those at Kramer's?
1: Yeah. Special today, 19 cents.
3: <laughs>
0: or
1: free with every 20-cent purchase. See you later, kid. <laughs>
2: 19 cents, eh?
3: That's what the man said.
2: Free with every 20-cent purchase. Hmm. Must be last year's model. <laughs> Without the plastic handle. Well, just a few more and we're off to the post office, kiddo. Hand me that last sack there, please. All
3: right. Uh, but why do you have to lick all those envelopes, dearie? Why don't you use a wet sponge? I tried that.
2: But the only sponge I got is the big one I washed the car with, and by the time I got it soaked up with water, it was so heavy I couldn't hold it in my mouth. <laughs> to go back.
3: To... Come in. Who's
2: that? Oh, Ollie, from the Elks Club. Hi, Ollie. Hello, Ollie. Well, hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. Hey, what's this I hear about you selling yak asses?
3: <laughs> what do
2: you mean selling jackasses? Who said that? Mr. Bill Cox. Huh? I met him down the street, and he told me you were starting up in the mule order business.
3: Mail, <laughs> Ollie,
2: nail Oh, you smell yak asses?
3: <laughs>
2: you know no well, I suppose one you... No, 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 no. No, no, Ollie. Mail order. We sell by mail. Well, that's a funny way to sell the egg assets, but... <laughs> if you want to pay all that postage... Well, Ollie,
3: Ollie, now, please.
2: Yes, mister?
3: He is not selling mules. It's mail order, not mule order.
2: Oh. Well, that's a good idea, I thought. If a customer thinks he's had a cake coming, probably he did. <laughs> But you may have instead of mules, McGee. The little nifty knick-knack combination potato peeler and button hook holder. Very handy device. You got a potato peeler? I'm married, one. How about a button
3: hook?
2: My potato peeler is so big of peeling potatoes She's got no time for hooking buttons
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: But say, my littlest kid, Brother Lars yeah. He answered a circular letter you like that last fall, McGee Yeah, what'd the order, Olie? Well, it was very interesting Mm-hmm Lars, he bought a pair of bunny rabbits Oh And he's gonna have a full farm in the backyard They're cute little fellas, too oh. oh,
3: dear You'll have the backyard full of rabbits by summertime, Oli
2: No, I don't think so, missus you see, it turns out both the little is are little
1: sellers. Well, so long, Billy
2: mails <laughs> <now. laughs> off. Mm. Well, i would glad to get these letters in that post office. A thousand letters is pretty heavy, you know that?
3: Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. You want to carry them a while now?
2: I would, but we're already late, you know Here, let me open the door for you You're sweet
3: Uh, Where can I sit these
2: down? Oh, set them right here by this window a minute I'll I'll find a clerk and see if he'll take them like they are
3: Yes, now, if we have to stuff them down a mail chute One at a time, it'll be midnight before we... Hold everything I
2: heard somebody talking behind this window
3: Hey, you're in there Wait on us, will you?
2: Oh, I'll be happy to, sir and believe me, I could wait on you indefinitely. Well, thanks, Bud. So let try it that way. Mm-hmm. You run on home. I'll wait. You come back in about 20 years. And if I'm still here, kick my brains out because I... Now, I've... wait a minute. <laughs> That's very funny, Bud, and I'd love to accommodate you, but we got some letters to mail.
3: Yeah, and don't play games with my husband, sir. No. Oh. He's much too tired for that. You said it. Let me warn you that my husband can be quite temperamental at times. Yeah.
2: He's Moody. Well, I'll be glad to help you, Mr. Moody.
3: <laughs> and
2: you, I presume, are Mrs. Moody? No, she's not Mrs. Moody. She's my wife, Mrs. McGee. Certainly. I
3: didn't say his name was Moody. I merely said that sometimes he is Moody. Oh, uh-huh, an alias, huh? huh? Yes, yeah,
2: sometimes he's Moody. Uh, Who is the other times? Babyface McGonagall?
0: Of course not. Now you look. I said on... uh,
2: just take a look up there on the bulletin board, baby. See his pictures up there. What? Why, we could turn this guy in, grab the reward. You and I could powder it out for South America and... America. Doggone it, cut it up. <laughs> My picture's not up there on that bulletin board. Of course not. Well, I can fix that. You got a snapshot of yourself, Moody? I'll paste it up there, call the FBI, Little the reward... Now, wait a minute,
4: Buster. Look, I got letters
2: to mail. I'm a taxpayer here, and by George, well, and... I want service. Oh, you just missed him. Huh? Mr. Service went by George on his way home a little while ago. <laughs> Now, George went with him. No, he means he wants to... Oh, raise. the postmaster remarked at the time that Mr. Service is out of service today. Which got a big laugh out of me because my
3: rage is on the postmaster's desk. And believe me, Mrs. Moody, I nearly split by size. Oh, here now. <laughs> Stop it, for goodness sake. I am not Mrs. Moody. Now, you straighten up or I'll call the postmaster. I don't like this horse around.
2: Horses, she don't like you around. <laughs> You heard the lady. Beat it, Bum. <laughs> Gee, when you brought me here, Molly, and I'll take credit. I'm not orphan.
3: No, I'm burning up.
2: I'm giving up. I'm closing up. Good day, Mr. and Mrs. Moody.
3: Hey, 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 come back here. Open up. Hey, you. orphan.
0: <laughs>
2: i tired yeah. I'm moody. Am I glad to get home? Finally got the dad-radded letters mailed anyhow. What time is it?
3: Midnight. How many did you send out altogether?
2: together? thousand. Now, a nickel apiece, that's 50 bucks. 50. And I earned it, too.
3: Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this living room. You scattered papers around here like a congressman going home for Christmas.
2: Well, and Bud Crudfee's what a valuable job I done. When he starts getting letters back with dollar bills in them, what's he looking at?
3: Well, that's strange. Hmm? Here's a couple of letters we must have dropped on the way out.
2: Yeah, so what? We'll see them tomorrow. Let's go to bed. I'm tired.
3: There were two sets of envelopes, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Blue ones and white ones?
2: Sure, sure, sure. White ones were addressed to the customers, and the blue ones were stuffed into the white ones, and the rest of the Bud Crud dropped it to send their money. in. <laughs> I'm tired. Now, just
3: I... a minute, McGee. Hmm? What color were all those envelopes we just finished mailing?
2: Why, blue, of course. Well, sure, the blue ones were supposed to be stuffed
3: <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, yes.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: You stuffed them all into the wrong envelope. Holy smoke. One thousand letters and they'll all go straight to Bug crush. Oh, yes.
2: You know something, Molly? Maybe we had an idea at that about me selling jackasses.
0: <laughs> I could
2: put my picture on the envelope and sell more jackasses and... Oh, come on, let's go to bed.
3: finally got Mr. Crud on the
2: phone for you. Here. Oh, thanks, kiddo. Hello, Crud. This is McGee. Hey, you know what happened? It's very amusing. <laughs> yeah, by mistake, I got the circulars in the wrong envelopes, and they'll all be sent direct to you instead of the sucker list. You' <laughs> got a panic, but... <laughs> but here's what I want to know. Uh, I spent 30 bucks postage of my own dough, so if you send me a check to return the 30 bucks, I'll be... Yeah, but look, bud, I said... Te- yeah, but the thing is, bud... <laughs> what, this... hmm.
3: Cut off, I guess. No. Huh? Look, the wire's melted. Ooh. <laughs> wire's melted in three places. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, good
2: night.
3: Good night, all. <laughs>